You ready, Chris? You ready, Ben? Let's get it. Let's go. Uh, wait a minute. Did they forget us? Oh, wow. snap. What's up, Stacey? Hold and on. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Maria. Y'all ready? We ready? We're ready. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's do this. I, I know people don't talk about a lot. There's, there's, there's faith, but there's like, there's like different kinds of faith. Mm-hmm. Open and it up. It's, mm-hmm. it's sensitive to some people. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have the people who have the crazy testimony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you have the people who have, I've been in church all my life. Mm-hmm. It's a routine. They both have faith. Mm-hmm. Two different testimonies. Mm-hmm. Both very powerful. Mm-hmm. Neither is greater than the other. That's right. Mm-hmm. But they both bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. You got Peter, then you got Paul. Hello. Mm-hmm. Peter walked with Jesus, Paul did not. Hello. Mm-hmm. Peter was uh, close to Jesus. Paul was trained somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He was inducted in mm. and was just as great. So my point is, me coming into the church, there was a whole bunch of people. Pump your brakes. Chill, man. Mm. I've been doing this for a minute. Just relax. Don't worry about it. Mm. Wait wait your turn. Or Not that I was trying to go somewhere, but they aren't willing to do what you're willing to do, so then they want to shut you down. Mm-hmm. So I realized that my faith, my life depended on my faith. Because when I came home, I would go and approach people that I had shootouts with. Wow. Yeah. Man, And say, God, God changed my life, man. Oof. And like, yeah, you know, sometimes suspicious of me. But most of the time they might have heard. And they're like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's great, man. I mean, people, I literally tried to. Right. And vice versa. Right. Literally, like. Like, what's up? Yep. Yeah. And now I'm praying for them. Mm. Mm. And then even couple on their deathbed. Now I'm there with their families, mm. praying for them mm. to pull through, you know, mm. like, wow. And then there are those who sometimes I've seen them. They take for granted that they were raised in the church. That's a thing. I've been doing this all my life. Mm. Yeah, God is it's this, that ego. Yeah, yeah, God is. And there is the no humility. Son's brother. There's no humility. That's Not right. all. Right. But I'm calling out those who are. And if it's hitting you, say if how do they say if you don't say oh man, amen, you say oh me, oh my, something like that. Mm. If it hurts you, it's you. Mm-hmm. If you feel it, it's you. Yeah. So it's them who the prodigal son's brother. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So they're jealous. The one jealous. Why are you chasing yeah. after that rut? Yeah. Like he's over in the pigsty blowing your yeah, money and nothing. I'm right here. Like what about me? So yeah. they have that attitude. Mm. So here I am coming from the street. I can't believe y'all let me in the church. <laughs> Yo, man, know what I Yo, did? Mal, they let us in, dog. <laughs> we ain't supposed to be in here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now we're in the door, like, very, like, okay, yeah, what, whatever. You want me to sweep? You want me to mop? What you want me to do? I'll do it. Mm. You want me to clean up? What do you want me to do? Take out the trash? I'll do whatever it takes. Man, and then, you? then the others are like, yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been an usher for 20 years. and 20 years, mind you. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, brother. Don't worry, brother. You'll get there. Do I? I'm just glad I got in the door. What are you gonna say? I say I, I admire the the actual passion to move forward because it's not common. I think some people get really scared because they're they're scared they're gonna get judged. Um, I admire that you didn't care because you knew what God was doing with you, and that yes. is one of the most beautiful things that. God does when he when he calls you by name when he identifies you he made sure you were born for a reason mm-hmm. and when you are sitting in that it nothing can really get to you anymore I'm um, not to say that you won't feel the impacts of life because we are 
we're not promised to not suffer here. Oh, yeah. But, but when you are able to just sit in and be like, no, God literally said I'm supposed to be here. So we finna do this. Mm-hmm. And you can feel some type of way and I'm gonna respect you, but I'm still gonna do what I'm supposed to do here. Um, and that you were just always so willing. That's yeah. so important. Yeah. Be willing and don't be afraid. And if you are afraid, do it afraid. Yeah. God's gonna be with you right there anyway. Yeah. Listen, God could do crazy things when you're willing. Man, come when, on. If you're willing. I went to this church. <clears throat> I was young, but I was on fire. And all of a sudden the pastor says, uh, I want to uh, uh, put submit your name for a deacon. Like, all right, what's a deacon do? <laughs> I know what the Bible says, but I really don't know what it is. You know, I don't know. But he's like, what you're doing already. I was like, oh, OK. Oh, you know, there you go. So I'm like, all right. <clears throat> so he taught me something before that. He said, whenever people are accusing you, attacking your character, he said, I guarantee you, if you don't lift your hands to fight, God will defend you. Mm. I said, if, he, if you don't see him do it himself, he'll raise up somebody to do it. And that's hard. Yeah. That's hard for people to attack you, attack your character. They know what I was. And then I come home and I'm, I'm, I'm doing a regular job, mm-hmm. working hard hours. I was delivering food, driving an Aries K car when I first came home. I was happy to be out. Yeah, that's real. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll do whatever. I was delivering food to senior citizens. I didn't care. I, didn't, I wasn't trying to be... Uh, uh, proud, prideful. Mm. I'm like, yo, I'm making 300 something a week. I don't care. Mm. I was making a dollar a day in the joint. One dollar a day, by the way. Hmm. Modern day slavery. Hello, mm-hmm. we'll One dollar a day. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm like, whatever. Then I get another. God bless me with another job. Then I'm working for Amtrak. Then I got a great job. I'm a conductor on train. Like, they put me in charge of a train? God, you <laughs> crazy? <laughs> I tell the engineer when to go and when to stop. Come on now. I tell him to back up. Don't go anywhere. He does nothing without my my authority me telling him to do it yeah nobody gets on the train unless i let him you understand like i had that authority to control that train from here to new york (laughs) can i tell you (laughs) i'm emotional right now because honestly (laughs) like that it just brings me so much joy to see that um there's so many people that are feel so hopeless Mm. um who are so scared i i just found out a friend of mine um has brain cancer and it's like when she's young mm. and it's like what is happening and she, you know one of the first things she told me is like I am i still gonna be myself and i'm like that's real mm. like am i still gonna be this, this rambunctious person am i still and i'm like you know we're gonna keep praying that's right we're just gonna pray that's because right. at the end of the day you know god knows our story and our lineage he knows so we're just gonna keep praying so i i'm i'm listening to you and i i speak to the group of people that I have, we normally talk like this in general, but it's it's always so refreshing to see how God moves in other people's lives and to see men who are willing to talk about the real hard things and how they grew from those hard things. Mm. And it's not just a motivational video. No offense to those videos. It's like a Shout real. Out to Les Brown. <laughs> it's a real he conversation. And he had directly mentored me too, by the way. Really? I'll get to that. Yeah. Oh, so we're gonna I met him. That. that was crazy. That's lit. Yeah. Um, but it's just so refreshing to see the rawness because Christ is so relatable and raw and real. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're always willing to talk about that is, that's why people are looking at you like, how could I not? Commit? That's what I'm saying. It's just how so How could I not good. but overflow with what God put in me? Like, Man. Yeah. It's, it's too not? good to not speak about it. That's crazy. Yeah. How could you not? It's so sweet. Oh my gosh. So I meant to tell you before I came home, I <laughs> know, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to go it's back fine. just a second. Right before, I, maybe six months before I was released and mm-hmm. I was like 21, 
um, they had us working for a catering company. I mm-hmm. went to culinary arts training, got my culinary arts certificate. I made good use of my time. I, I went to culinary arts, advanced refrigeration, HVAC, um, computer, uh, uh, tutor. I mean, I went to, I just made good use of my time. Um, but anyway, about six months before I came home, I was working with a catering company, which is we'd go out during the day and we'd work jobs as a group. It'd be like maybe seven, eight inmates. Mm-hmm. And we all assigned to this culinary function. So we all go there. They don't know it. Mm. I went to Mass Maritime. Mass Maritime is big, big right. business meeting. Like millionaires are there. Right. We don't know it. We're going there. I'm like, wow, this place is nice. You know, it's by the ocean. We see the ships and all of that. And then we're, so we're catering the shrimp and the food and all that. We're dressed in our, uh, you know, like uh, culinary Sexy stuff. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Right. But they don't know, you know, we, <laughs> we're we under slavery, right? They don't know. <laughs> so Man. I'm there. And by the way, I've been saved about six months. So I'm there and I'm getting food. And so they start the conference and we're like, we can see everything. We're on the side and all the chairs and everybody's there and the guy's speaking. And I'm just, and this man begins to talk. And I'm like, mm. captivated. I can't even work. They're like, yo, Kay, what you doing? I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yo, stop bothering me, man. I'm like, mm. now I'm into it more than the, the businessmen are there. It was Les Brown. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know him. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, I went up to him. I said, man, I said, I know you don't know it. Well, you changed my life. I said, that's what I want to do. And I told him that. He said, young man, you can do whatever you want to do. I didn't even know he was famous. I just thought he was some dude. (laughs) Some dude they hired. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know I found out who he was like at least 15 years later? Wow. I never knew. And then I'm like, wait a minute. That's 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 the the guy that I met. I'm like, wow. I had no idea. But he influenced me to a direction. Where I think it kind of, you know, it, it, it's in me now, kind of <laughs> what he did, mm-hmm. what he showed me. So um, I came home motivated. I came home on fire for God. I came home knowing who I was, not quite knowing what I was going to do. Right. Because God, you know, it, you it's OK that. to not know everything <laughs> ahead of time, but get to know who you are, mm-hmm. who God says you are. Jeremiah 29 and 11, uh, Jeremiah 1, 5. Uh, Isaiah 61. These are all scriptures that identify who we are. That's right. In Isaiah 61, Christ is talking about him, but he said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me Mm -hmm. to preach good tidings to the poor. That's our message. Good tidings. That's it. That's our marriage. I mean, that's our message. You understand? Mm -hmm. The opening of the prison to those who are bound. (laughs) Jesus was saying, what I do, you can do also because the spirit of God is upon you. I've known you from the womb, Jeremiah 1, 5, Jeremiah 29. I know the plans I have for you. Mm-hmm. So these three scriptures were given to me before I came home, and I ate those things up, man. Okay. And they kept me, man. Mm-hmm. And I got out on fire, and I knew I was going to do something <laughs> great. Fire, and I bro. delivered that food, man, every day to them senior citizens. And I smiled, and I That's prayed so for them, and I told them God bless them, and I was happy yeah. Yeah. making that little bit of change mm-hmm. because I came from nothing, mm-hmm. a dollar a day. I'm out here being happy. Mm. And next thing you know, I bought a BMW. Mm. Man, when like, you, what? When you steward the little things? Yes. Come yeah. on. When and I was tithing and all of that. Yeah. And I That's bought a BMW. It. And guess what? I saw dudes from the block. They thought I was still slinging. Mm. Because their capacity it's, was limited yeah. to, That's you right. can only do good if you're doing this. What we doing. You can't from make where it we came from. outside of this being <laughs> yeah. legit. Right. But I was a hardworking dude putting mm. in my hours. And I bought another nice car. And, you know, I was just doing well. And then eventually I started a business. Mm. 
which eventually led to me opening a dealership, which eventually led to me making a few million a year. Yeah. Come on now. And I came from the streets. Yeah. High school education. I had some college when I went in the joint. I took a few semesters, but I didn't have no degrees. Come on. Do you yeah. understand? But God's favor was on me, and I knew who I was, yeah. and he was showing me where I was going. Yes, sir. He was showing me where I was going. He's still showing me. You know that. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> I'm <laughs> stressed right now. <laughs> so just just on that, just when God so early on when you say just came out, what was there like? Did you have or just within those first couple of years, did you have like this vision or an idea of where you wanted to be, like yes. who you wanted to be? Yes. Um, there was some superficial stuff. Yeah. <laughs> But the vision, I often say the vision, you put a vision in front of a man mm-hmm. and he won't fail if he, if he believes it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when we used to have our men's meetings, yeah. remember in the old church in Roxbury, mm-hmm. one of the things I taught one time was about if you keep the vision, you'll get through anything because men are driven by vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why we're so visual. Mm-hmm. That's why women, you know, hey, mm-hmm. the Bible says a man is reduced to a crust of bread by a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? A mighty man is reduced to a crust of bread by a woman because we are visual. Vision drives us. So if you keep the vision in front of a man, the man will do it. This is what I I teach uh, young women who want to be married, who want to have a family. Listen, a a man is looking for someone who will speak to the king in him. That feeds the vision in him. Mm. He's looking for peace at home. There's a few simple things that a man requires and he'll never leave. Yeah. He might venture off, but he will never stay away. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. It's a few simple things. I told Sister Maria, you need to give me to the single women's thing because I'll tell you what the, I'll give you the secret sauce. Yeah. <laughs> That's the secret sauce y'all missing. It's cool y'all kumbaya together. Oh man, this is what we need to do. But no. you need to get a man in there yeah. who's a functional man to tell you, okay, ladies, this is the steps that men look at. This right. is what steps are looking for. This is what you need to know about the G14 classified information <laughs> that will get you in the door because what right. you're doing is not it. Y'all tell whatever y'all talking to each other about it. That that's not yes. that's not what we want. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I love that you said functional. Functional. That is extremely oh, important. That's right. I know a good few functional men mm-hmm. of Christ in my life, and they've shared similar things. Yeah. Either because they see him as a little sister or like as a niece, and they'll tell me it's like, no, it's really simple. Yes. If you tell us exactly what it is, what you need, what you want, we'll get it done like that. That's right. We just need peace. Yep. Peace. We just need to be peace. loved and peace. we just need peace. That's peace. it. Otherwise we will build you the whole house. Samson and Delilah. That's uh, it. Samson Samson had any woman he wanted. Mm-hmm. Why he chose her, she gave him a place to lay his head. Mm-hmm. She gave him a place of peace where he can put his strength down and let his hair down. That's right. She took advantage of it. Yes, she did. But that's why he was there. Yep. She's in the enemy's camp. Man. But she gave him peace. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Women don't know how strong that is with a man to they give him peace. They don't understand the power that God has That's given power. them to That's, do that, that as is well. Power. Absolutely. That man, that could be a whole conversation. Let man, me. Man, listen, I need to come back one day. <laughs> we get on y'all single women. Y'all want that G14 classified? Tune in. Put the request in. Tell them man. you want that. I'll, I'll right, give it to you. It's on the list right, right now. We I'll give it to you. I'm gonna list. write a book. G14 classified. For I like it. Ladies. And it's and it's not. It's not that hard. It's not. It's not not that hard. I think because the enemy is real, it's been very much perverted and and misconstrued. But it's not that hard. What's hard is learning to work together. Mm -hmm. Marriage is hard. (laughs) As from my friends that have taught me. You know why it's hard? Hmm. I'll tell you. I'll give you one scripture. James 4.1 says what? 
Where do wars and quarrels come from? Do they not come from your own selfish desires? That's it. That's it. That's awesome. That's it. You eliminate that? What quarrels? What exactly. wars? Exactly. What beef? Because yeah. you want to make it work. Because if I'm not thinking about self, what beef? Right. You want this way and I, you know what? Yeah, you can have that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, you can have that. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're both fighting over who's going to give each other the, who's got the there power. ain't no beef. They ain't no beef if we both can just submit our own will to each other. Selfish desire. James for one. That's the one. That's That's the marriage changer. That one and then the other scripture. I can't remember where it is, but it says, let each one esteem the other higher than himself. Mm -hmm. Those two right there in marriage, you'll survive anything. That's it. That's medicine for me, bro. I'm telling you. Yep, that's, that deserves a you whole strap claw. Mm-hmm. Strong mm-hmm. 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 Make it make a clap to this. <laughs> All right, so, so as a functional man, mm. what is manhood? What is manhood? Yeah. I think manhood is first knowing who you are. Mm-hmm. Got to know who you are. You can't love someone unless you know who you are. Right. You can't give to someone truly, unconditionally, unless you know who you are. Mm-hmm. You can't father a child unless you know who you are. Mm. You can't be a good husband unless you know who you are. Mm. How can you teach unless you know who you are? That's where manhood starts, identity. Mm -hmm. And you don't know who you are unless you talk to the manufacturer. Hello. Get the manual, dog. (laughs) Get the manual. Jeremiah 29, 11, Isaiah 61, Jeremiah 1, 5. Those are the manual scriptures. That's the manual, dog. Mm. You got to know whose you are to know who you are. That's it. And then you can you can love. Yeah. You can be functional. Mm. But until you get that, you'll always be chasing the void. Mm. You'll always be dysfunctional with someone else. You'll always be pro- projecting your dysfunction on others because you're chasing something that's unattainable on this earth. Because... Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> And this is what you've been—he's been telling me for like <laughs> a couple of years, right? Mm. In, the, in the multiple different scenarios, just in my life and my journey. And there's another brother that I have, um, um, John Rosario. Um, there was a point where I think you know I was still in the darkness in the valley, you know, and he was uh, talking to me about letting go of the anger, you know, in my in realizing that I have all the things, I already have everything I need to be who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm focused on the fact that my father wasn't there. You know, I'm still mad up until about 30. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, yeah, but he's like, man, you got to let that go. Yeah. He's like, you have like, you've had men in your life along the way that have been there, mentored you and given you everything that your father mm. wasn't able to, for whatever reason, he wasn't there. We don't know. Re- to this point, it doesn't matter. You already have everything that you need. Mm-hmm. And that was like a shift for me to realize <laughs> in letting go and finding the identity. Wow. And I think a lot of our issue with identity, too, is holding on to the oh, anger. Yeah. For whatever reason, whatever it is, if you didn't have your father, unforgiveness, bitterness, bitterness, mm-hmm. pain, trauma. Yep. Yep. Like you have to come to All some of level of freedom for yourself because forgiveness is freedom. Like that is your letting go of something that's actually shackling you Mm. it ain't shackling Mm. no one else but you yeah and if you don't you will shackle others yes yeah yeah you will yeah i use this scenario all the time you probably heard me say it not dealing with your own issues trauma uh bitterness unforgiveness all of that you force other people to deal with it Mm -hmm. you go into a marriage Mm -hmm. or a relationship 
It's like you got Floyd Mayweather getting ready to fight <laughs> De La Hoya. You remember this analogy? They're in the ring. It's time to fight. Big fight going on. It's been a big rivalry. This is the time for one of them to win. You got Mayweather, you got De La Hoya. Mayweather gets punched. He turns to, let's say it was Roger Mayweather, his, his dad or his uncle in his corner. He turns and says, I don't want to fight. Gives him the gloves. You go in there and fight him. It's not his fight. Well, yeah. And if he does try to fight it, he's going to get hurt. Yep. You'll be disqualified. Yep. Everybody loses. That's right. right. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Everybody loses. You have to fight your fight. Yep. It's not fair that your husband in your corner get in the ring and fight your baggage for you. Man. It's not fair that your wife, who's got your back, get in the ring and fight your brokenness as a child for you. Hmm. It's not fair. And it's not going to end well. But if you fight the fight that you're assigned to fight, the title fight, you do what you're supposed to do and you win, everybody wins. Mm -hmm. Your support in your corner wins. Everybody gets elevated. But it's not fair for you to leave the ring and say, you go fight my fight. Because that's what we do when we go into a relationship broken. Mm -hmm. It's not fair. Mm. That's why it's so important for people to become whole so that they can be functional. And then when you get into a relationship, you're functional. Mm -hmm. You're giving. You're not in a vacuum just taking and taking and taking. I've dealt with that myself, so I know. I've seen it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. I like that you mentioned the wholeness. I, I, it's it's so common that people like to say, oh, no, I'll be complete when this happens. I'll be complete when this oh, person no. walks in. And I'm like, God made you. You're whole. That's right. <laughs> That's just what it is. Because yeah. you were made, you're whole. That's right. Now I just need you to recognize mm -hmm. and accept yeah. your identity yeah. in that wholeness in him and heal in yeah. the things that are in the background because certain things you weren't in control of they happened because that's, that's right. the life that you're in right. um but god is so good that he won't even let you go through the healing by yourself tell it sister that's it you just won't say it sister so it's even in all of it when you think you're alone you're not mm -hmm. um it's recognizing that that's hard to recognize when there's no one even telling you that yeah. um it's knowing that the support system god put them there to help you in the fight to give you the encouraging words to pray uh, to pray and intercede for you while you're in that fight yeah like you don't have to do this alone either that's right um and all of that once that you understand that and you're walking in that again everybody wins everybody wins and we have to be careful not to make people <laughs> our source mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly that's a discussion that me and my wife had early on about source mm. Um, you know, we both agreed you're not my source of happiness. I'm not your source. That's it. But the moment we make each other the source, you're going to let me down. Because you're human. You're human. You're in a human experience mm -hmm. and you're in a human body. Yep. You're going to let me down. Yeah. So if I don't make you my source, there's only one source. That's it. My job ain't my source. Mm -hmm. My church ain't my source. Hello. My pastor's not my source. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yep. The money in my bank account ain't my source. No, all that can my go. children are not my source. Hello. They all will fail. Mm -hmm. And if your source fails, what happens to you? Right. Exactly. But what source never fails? Christ himself. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All of that. <laughs> seriously. Make, make, make a clap to this. No, seriously. Does not fail ever. Mm. Ever. That is the source. So here's where we go wrong in relationships. Young ladies make men source. Young men make the women the source. source. Yeah. And you get into this relationship thinking that my office as a husband will begin when I get married and get that certificate. My office of a wife, I'll be a good wife when? once I get that certificate and we 
get married. Like it turns no. on. Nope. Mm-hmm. Your office begins with your identity way before you even say I do. Mm-hmm. You, the Bible says he that finds a wife finds a good thing. Hello. And obtains favor from the Lord. How is he going to find you unless you're a good thing? Mm-hmm. Be a good thing. What is a good thing? Be what a good is, thing and oof. be found. Right Proverbs there. 31. There's <laughs> a, oh, I know. Proverbs 31. It's there. Proverbs 31. Modern start day. at verse 10. We're talking about the modern day ideal, you know, and that's the whole another pasta podcast, right? There's a whole <laughs> me and Kalanji had to the sign the modern day that? woman. Yeah, where's my brother Kevin Samuels at? Right now? <laughs> oh my gosh, this, yeah. they hate my brother, but my brother, the truth, he's just man. passionate about the fine. truth that he speaks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes abrasive, but he has a line on a whole bunch of wisdom for men and women people discount because of his delivery they discount it because of his delivery because it's like you you, it's like shattering the idea that you have yeah it's like you so i'll say it like for you for me and maybe stacy but so anyway i think majority of us have to go through some level of breaking to become Mm -hmm. right like what you you had to go through that breaking it took you to go yeah, you know, I wouldn't change prison, a thing right I wouldn't change a thing mm. my my breaking was mental mm. right I fell into that valley of the shadow of death and the only person the only thing that would have taken me out was God right. and I'm so great you know mm-hmm. like grateful but then it was the community so you know I think the whole Kevin Samuels delivery is it's definitely abrasive and you know, it's blunt. It's blunt because it has to break that idea that you have you, yeah. of whatever yeah. idea that you were taught mm-hmm. of what you need to be. No, this is what men are looking yeah. for. Absolutely. And women have told you that yeah. men want you to be. You need to be a boss. You need to. Yeah. Men don't want none of that. No, they don't want that. They don't care for it. They're, yeah. they're not looking for that from you. Yeah. They don't want nothing you're difficult. Mad. Why? They don't men, want nothing trying to look at, you know, um, I can do what you do. Well, let us know it. We know it. Let us know on our own. You don't have to tell us. Yeah. We believe it, but don't you know? Don't always turn. I can do whatever you do. I can do what you do better. I can do. It's not necessary. Now we're in a competition. Now yeah. things are difficult. Men I'm, just want, men want else. peace. You know what? Sucks? And men don't even mind submitting. Yeah. Listen, man. Listen. I've learned <clears throat> that. I think a part of why that happens, that competition, is because of how our world. Because how the devil has misconstrued mm-hmm. what Absolutely. we are. Absolutely. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a competition. Adam and Eve weren't in competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just did what they had to do. They messed up, but they did what they yeah. had to do. You know what I mean? And and it's simpler than what it appears to be. Yeah. Not to say it's not hard, but it is simpler. Mm-hmm. Just show up, love God before you love your husband or wife. And he will love right through you. Yeah. He's going to tell you what to do. A good friend of mine who's recently married was telling me that she started praying. She said, I asked God to tell me to be a good wife for him. Not just a good wife. Mm-hmm. A good wife for him. Mm-hmm. Because I'm for him. That's right. And I was like, that's a prayer. That's a prayer it's right specific. A it's for the man for that he told you. Because mm-hmm. God told her very loud and clear, that's it. That's <laughs> she right. tried to ignore it. And he was like, no, that's it. That's and she's right. like, okay, help me be a good wife for that man. Mm. Not just a randomly good wife. Because... You could be a good, you could look like a good wife to somebody, but you're actually meant for somebody else, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think catering, that... catering, <laughs> catering is big when it comes to men, mm. um, and it's a certain way that you can do it with meekness. Mm-hmm. You know, a Which good woman, a good woman, 
can do many things, but she can be meek mm-hmm. and not have to show it that mm-hmm. she can be great or she can be greater or she can make more money or she can that kind of thing is attractive to a man mm-hmm. where you don't you're not in competition with me you know let's say we get married and you feel like you've outgrown me well any outgrowing you should have done or you have done should benefit our marriage right mm-hmm. not just benefit you mm-hmm. you understand mm-hmm. The reason why we level up within marriage, everything stays there as beneficial to the marriage. Mm. When you level up, it's leveling up for your family. It's not just for you. But I've seen the level up and then it's the, I want out because I'm up here now. Well, you started here. With me. (laughs) Together. And now you're here and now you want out? Right. What part of covenant relationship is that? So then it goes back to the beginning of what you agreed to. Mm-hmm. The office of wife husband begins before you get married. Mm-hmm. That covenant is 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 a blood tie, a soul tie, a spirit tie all together. And so I think people take it too lightly when they when they make that commitment. Mm-hmm. They take it too lightly and it's a huge commitment. And if it's if it's if you follow God's plan, it can work for anybody. Mm-hmm. For anybody, it can work. Just follow the plan. But mm-hmm. if you have your own plan, that will usually wreck it. Yeah. That'll usually wreck it, having your own plan. Yeah, because it's selfish at that point. Yeah. My, my, one of my mentor pastors taught me, if you picture a triangle. I think I know where you're going yeah. with this one. He said, if God is the, the, the center, if God is where you're both going. Oh, okay. Here I am. <laughs> Back to the mic. I'm doing a triangle with my hands. So you got the two bottom corners of the triangle. Yeah. That's the man. That's, that's the, the woman. woman. That's Where's right. Christ? He's the at the center. top of the triangle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. They're both starting and originating in two different points, from two for two different directions, right? Yep. But they're both starting in the same place. Mm-hmm. Guess what? As long as they continue in that same line to the point, yes. they will always have agreement. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Things won't be perfect, but they're going in the same direction to meet Christ at the top. As always. What happens is, instead of one continuing in the direction of Christ, where they will both be aligning as they go, mm-hmm. two histories will be coming together to become one. One person may veer off. Yep. And they are no longer, just by the smallest degree, yep. they are no longer heading in a triangle trajectory. Mm-hmm. Now they're heading towards a rectangle or they're heading towards some other shape. Mm-hmm. That isn't what marriage is shaped. Marriage is the triangle. Listen. One, two, three. What does the Bible say about a three, four, threefold cord? It's the strongest. It's not easily broken. Nope. Mm-hmm. You, your wife, and God. God. Not easily broken. So it's. Ugh, I love that you mentioned that. Um, I was watching my favorite show, This Is Us, mm-hmm. and they were talking about <laughs> Ben on. is giving an eye. No, Ben is giving an eye because he can't stand it. it. It's Some really emotional show. It's not emotional. Anyway, women the, love emotional shows, brother. It's a real story. That's why I'm not watching it. <laughs> All I'm saying is, there was a point where they were talking about um, marriage. And they were talking about like the sh- a house, and um, they were t- they had the kids' toys, and they had you know you could make different shapes with the yeah. toys, and they talked about a triangular prison being the strongest shape mm. of all shapes. It can't easily be broken because of how the points are put mm. together. And, and in that moment, God was like, 
that's how I envision marriage for you. That's how I work. Father of God, Holy Spirit, Mm. the Son, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It's always in a triangular way. And it's, and I'm like, that's it. The strongest shape is a triangle. When you build pyramids are not going anywhere. Look how long they stood. Look how long they stood. But if you built into a square, a rectangle, you could smash it on sides in different ways. But the pressures that are on a triangle are not going to break. And so when you keep Christ in the center, it will not break. It would, you'll feel the pressure. You will always feel pressure, but it won't break. And you'll be going in the same direction. Yep. Amazing. Pressure. Pressure makes diamonds. It does. So with this identity, right, what is the identity of Kalanji? Who are you? Who am I? That's one of those trick questions. It's not what you do, but who are you? you Right. Right. Who am I? Underneath it all, right? I'm a man who loves God and I just want to be pleasing to him. Mm. I want to do his will and I want people to know him. Mm. So I'm a man who's, whose biggest desire is to help people have encounters with God by, by whatever means I could do it. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Drop the mic. That's it. He's a, a faithful <laughs> servant and a good steward. That's try it. to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I try to be. Yeah, absolutely. Well, everything I would say that you're a good steward because everything that's in your care, you do your best to take care of it. Amen. Is being taken care of, right? Yeah. Amen. That's a good steward. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Amen. I, I, like I said, I, I try trust my best. It. Yeah. <laughs> God is good, man. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it all. God is good. But like you said earlier, you've you since you were young, like I think that's the good thing about that journey from nothing to something, you know, in a way, because you know what it's like not to have it. So then when you do Mm -hmm. build and become who you are, you have to put that work to become. It's not given to you. You have to work to become that and achieve whatever you achieve. And then the good things that you receive, like your wife, your family, home, whatever, all the other things that you, you attain, you have to put the work in to receive it. So yeah. then once you get it, the work to keep it is probably, it's hard. Everything's a seed and a harvest. Everything is a seed and a harvest. Yeah. But my seed was being abstinent for years. Mm-hmm. My seed was building myself up, uh, following the identity that God gave me and then the assignment he gave me, giving of myself more. This was all seeds for me to reap a harvest of a family um, to reap a harvest of a ministry, to reap a harvest of being able to do anything for anybody. It was, it all started with a seed. It's all a seed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So having that seed, the, the gift of grace, mm. like you just, when you first started saying that, um, how did you say it just now? When you said, when God meets you wherever you're at, that's grace and mercy. Well, yeah, that, but just now you said, uh, at the beginning, you said when you, when you started, mm-hmm. um, just the appreciation of of where you are, like the <coughs> grace. Mm-hmm. When I said the faith, there's two faiths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My faith, my life depended on my faith. That's why my faith is different from some other people's faith. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's different when your life is dependent on it. Right. Like right. faith, when Jesus got arrested, 
was not the same faith as when he was walking around healing people and picking mm. people up and restoring. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm with Jesus. But then he getting arrested. Okay, where your faith at now? Mm -hmm. I'm out. Mm. Everybody's disappearing. Everybody's scattering. And then faith graduated to after he rose. Mm -hmm. What happened? What? You were running for your life to not be arrested. Now you're preaching to the death. This the same dude who was denying Jesus and running. Now he's in the public square Hello. saying, do what you want to do to me. See the faith graduation there. Mm -hmm. There are different faiths, but one God. Mm -hmm. So recognizing where your faith is, it's okay to have one of the three faiths. It's okay to be raised in the church. It's okay to come from the streets mm -hmm. and be the worst of the worst. Everybody's testimony is valuable and everybody puts a piece to the puzzle that's called a body. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Everybody is a piece of the puzzle, so nobody's greater than anyone. Mm -hmm. nope. But there are differences, and it's okay to be different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's okay to have a different testimony than me. It's okay. You know, mine ain't greater than yours. You know, mm -hmm. yours is not greater than mine. I don't think mine's is greater because I almost got killed, dog. <laughs> you know mm -hmm, what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. it ain't like that. You know, I don't say it to be bragging about it, but I just, that's my story. Mm -hmm. It's just your story. That's where I came from. Right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right. One last question. <laughs> you know, in the story of your life, in the next however many years God has for you, what do you envision the rest of your life? Like, who do you want to become? Like, God willing. The vision. Basically, yeah, what, what is your asking? vision for your life? Yeah, mm -hmm. for the, the vision is... Um, me and some brothers have talked about it already, but the vision is to create a, I'm trying to figure out what we call it. Basically a faith-based business that mentors and births businesses. Mm -hmm. yep. yeah. Because it's very needed mm -hmm. in, in, in our culture. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's needed in, in, I'm tired of seeing pastors working two jobs mm -hmm. and then part-time in that church. It's like the church is starving, mm -hmm. you know, and I get it. They feel that they have to do that, but we have to find a better way. Mm -hmm. You understand? There's so many opportunities out here. You know, there's real estate. There's, I mean, businesses are popping up everywhere. I started a business during COVID in my house. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's so many things we can do. But I think that this is one area that the enemy takes advantage of our youth, yep. um, even our adults sometimes. And it connects to identity, too. Yep. You know, you're not producing. Are you really a man? Mm. You know, what woman will want you? Mm -hmm. You know, you are you, you know, are you able to give her the security she wants? You know, and then you start questioning yourself. Mm -hmm. So this whole idea and concept of building something that can produce and help us to give more, then produce more, then give more. It's the it's the mango tree. The seeds planted, the tree pops up. You get about 450 mangoes. Each mango has, I think, a thousand seeds in it. And just keep producing. So imagine each each mango has a thousand seeds in it, and then we just keep doing it, just keep doing it. The goal is to deliver our families from poverty mm -hmm. into prosperity, mm -hmm. which is where we're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be producing, not just have dominion, but we're supposed to be producing, right. you know? Mm -hmm. 
And so yeah, that is the that is the goal. And multiply. Yeah, family, community, city, and it just spreads. But as believers, we should be beginning that effort. So if that is the long-term goal in the vision. And any of my success that I'm looking to attain is connected to me being able to do more. Amen. Not for me to be like, look at me. Mm. Not for me to be driving nice, because I've been driving nice my whole life. <laughs> but it ain't just for that. Yeah. You know, that's cool to have some perks. I'm that ox who's eating a little bit along the way. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. But the goal, that's not the goal. Right. The goal is how can I get to a place where I can do more here and more there? And our church shouldn't be struggling. We're rebuilding. We should be able to all pitch in and come up with a half a million out of our pockets mm -hmm. to produce, to create, to deliver, to produce, to create, deliver, seed into the ground, trees spring up, fruit drops, seed into the ground, tree harvest. springs up, mm -hmm. harvest time. Mm -hmm. That's it right there, brother. That's the long-term vision I have for um, my close-knit brothers, my family, mm -hmm. uh, ministry. Ministry, 100% ministry. Men, women, children, just just however God is going to use us in ministry, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Amen. Sir. That's it. Because that's, that's our assignment, man. You got to get your assignment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get your identity and get your assignment. But you ain't going to know unless you read the manual, dog. That's it. Dog, read the manual, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. It's going to be a title of it. Yeah, read the manual, dog. When your vacuum breaks, you don't go see the dentist. <laughs> yeah. You go see the manufacturer of the vacuum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't go to AutoZone when, when, uh, when your stove ain't working. Right. You got to yeah. go see who made that thing, man. When you feeling broke down, something ain't working. That's it. That's it, man. And this people stuff right now, why you have the peace that surpasses yeah. all understanding. Yeah, the this stuff falling around them. This stuff that I'm encountering right now, only God can handle that. Mm -hmm. That's it. So all I can, all I can do is release it to Him, and let God handle that because it's out of my control. Because I know who I am. Mm -hmm. When I start trying to think I'm something else and I'm trying to put my hands in it, I'm just gonna mess it up. Yeah. My so friend God told me that exact thing. That. Literally, that exact thing was that right last night. That exact thing. I was sharing some information. Um, and I was stressed out about it. And he's like, but you can't do nothing about it. And I'm like, you're right. No I need control. to remember that. Mm. I don't have control. I have to remember. I just have to lay it at his feet. Lay it at his feet. Lay it at his feet. Stand still. And see stand the still. See the salvation of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Man, this, this was awesome. so good. This was great, man. Yeah. If only Chris was here. Oh, man. man. Oh, <laughs> this would have been for another three hours. That, man, yeah, yeah. Country gentleman. <laughs> Come up in here. All his questions written down. Absolutely. Man. We'd have had a million more for you. That is my dude. Shout out to Chris. He's was that clapper. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. Brother Chris Henson. Yes, sir. It's for you. With his powerful wife, Man. Maria. Yes, Maria's the bomb. All right. Well, thank you for joining. We're definitely going to have you back. Absolutely. If, you, if you're willing, have more conversations. Man, I'm, I'm with it. Yeah, let's do it. Get oh, Romero really in here next time. Oh, my goodness. Next week. You make sure you have some long <laughs> recording tape for that one. Because it's going to be a journey. Oh, man, I can't I wait. I love good be a story journey. time, so I'm here for it. Oh, boy. he's got. Oh. You think I got stories? No. That dude will have you bugging. He's I'll got just more. sit here and laugh. Remember, he's the one that pulled me in. You right. So when right. he starts talking, oh, man, forget it. He's mm. got some stories. I just laugh. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm every telling time you. we're around, y'all. He's just funny. God man. is amazing, though, man. Yeah, life is good. Some people, like my wife, she don't even know. Like, I can tell her stories, 
But she's like, wow, you know. But she don't, if she knew for mm-hmm. real, like she'd be like, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. So I still run into people now and it'd be like, wow, really? That's you? Like you, they, because they knew me. Mm-hmm. Right. But all these people in church, they just hear me talk about the transition. It's like, oh yeah, Brother Kalan just got a testimony, but they don't really know. They don't know. Because if they knew, real. they'd still look at me sideways like, <laughs> Bruh. yeah, he say he saved, but I don't know. <laughs> what he told me, what he did back in the day, I don't know. I don't know how you come out of that one. Keeps them in order though. Man. Not crazy. <laughs> God is good, but it, it's, good. it's all identity, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you get, if you let God tell you and show you who you are, man, Ooh. the freedom, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the stress is gone. Mm-hmm. The ang- there's no anxiety. Mm-hmm. You can forgive. Mm-hmm. Sometimes harder than others. Yeah, but you can forgive people. You can let people go. You can release people because I know who I am. Yeah, that's it. I had to remember who I was recently. I had a sit, something happen, and I had to get on my knees. And God said, "Remember who you are." Right. I told you already. I was like, "Oh, you're right." Mm-hmm. And I got up and pulled my bootstraps up, and I remembered who I was. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for coming. I'm done. We really appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. I'm done. Man. Y'all have exhausted my story. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a whole bunch more, but that's it for now. Like it. Sounds good. We'll go forever. On that note, peace. 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 Thank you for listening to the Follow and Lead podcast. You can reach us on social media at the email is followedinleadinc at gmail.com, Instagram, followedinleadpodcast, and our Twitter is followedinleadp. Until next time, take it easy. Word.